Hey everybody, welcome to episode number 88 of the Fresh Mondays podcast with your girl Diana and your girl Marley hosting on the ones and twos. And we say ones and twos, we mean your right um, headphone and your left <laughs> headphone because we're coming in at the same time to bring you that entertainment. I will say since the last time we spoke, things were all interesting. The, the, what to me is the 2020, everything changes very quickly. It hits you fast, it hits you hard, and it moves on to the next. And That's you don't know what to do. With it. Right. It's just that we just can't keep it cool and consistent. The only thing consistent is this quarantine. But oh, the, change. the change. Yeah, you're right. Quarantine and the change. You're right. And the, that's it. So we've been hit hard, but I feel refreshed this Monday a little bit also, though. I will that's share good. that. I'm happy to hear that. I think that in a way, I feel like the pressure's kind of been, I don't Lifted? know, relieving itself a bit. Like, I don't know how to explain it. I don't know if we're more used to it. Or are things getting a little bit more calm again? I don't know what it is, but I feel like it feels less pressure. I think because, I mean, we're in phase three, moving into four-ish. Numbers and cases have not, I don't think, I haven't looked at them in a while, but I don't think they've really shifted or changed too much. It's just not as many affected a day or new of cases a day occurring for us here, but they're still moving forward with opening. So I think that alleviates that whole, I think shutdown is scary. That's the fear because you don't, it feels like purge almost. <laughs> like everything shut, you get what I mean? Like everything just shut down. It feels very scary. Those kind of things. Now that we're still open, but using precaution, hopefully everyone makes you feel a little bit more like yourself in a sense. That makes sense. How's it going over there? Because I know Florida has been as usual getting the heat from everyone. My thing with my thing with what they're kind of doing with the reporting of our numbers, okay, I get it. I'm not saying that it isn't true that numbers aren't spiking. I'm sure they are. I mean, everybody is interacting. People are traveling here. Mm-hmm. You know, people are getting back to normal. So you're, it's anticipated that there's going to be a spike of cases when more people start right. interacting with others. That's, we all expected that. However, these extreme numbers, they keep repeating, but they don't report the deaths. And that's when I'm like, but why is it that everywhere else we talk about the death rate, but we don't talk about the death rate in Florida. All we keep talking about is the spiking in numbers, but nobody's dying. So it's like, I don't know. I love, I want to hear more of the recovery. Right. That's all I want, because I think that's the biggest part that everyone fails at. Everyone, no matter where, whomever, whatever, information wise, I'm not receiving anywhere any recovery. Right. Because I 100% know it's real. It is close to home. Right. And I get that and know it. But I want recovery to make right. me feel more comfortable. Just talk and about I, those well, numbers. That's what I'm saying. And it's not that you shouldn't report cases. I feel like only reporting cases is giving out an understanding that things are not getting better. When in reality, I think that a demonstration of so many cases and people still surviving it is demonstration is that now that the population is able to handle the virus now because people aren't just dropping dead when they get it which i find to be good news and i agree with you like that's encouraging you know what i'm saying like that's the type of information that's really going to help people move forward versus always showing that oh my god it's the contagion right the i also a little thought in theory of mine Many people who are getting it now probably have been 
low-key preparing themselves that we've been talking about prior to get does that, i mean i hate to say it that way and god bless the people who passed away and all those you know who've been affected by it deeply but the rest of us who or the rest of those who are probably now getting in contact with others with virus or have it they may have been already doing all the things you know preparing themselves for this when the surgeon general back in february told people not to buy masks and stop buying the mask those people who bought them and sold them out back in february are prepared for now their state or wherever it is now. Does that make sense? Like, you get what I mean? Like, you still took those precautions and move yeah. forward. Yeah, and honestly, I'm not trying to, you know, put anybody's business out there, but the majority of my entire family and, and friendship circle is from New York, and I know a lot of people <laughs> that had COVID. I'm talking about a lot of people, a lot. And they're fine, thank God, because in reality, it is something that you can survive if your body's ready for it. But aside from that, um, Miami, we got shut down and they put, they were going to bring us back in phases and all of the gym owners went to the mayor's house, protested and said to him, you are not closing the gyms. You are not closing the private health um, fitness centers because this is an abuse to us because we finally just opened and we're going to lose everything if you close mm -hmm. us again. That's number one. And number two it has been proven scientifically that if people are healthy, if people are working out, if people are sweating, they are going to survive the COVID versus people who do not do it. So why are you taking something away from people that are actually is really essential, is truly essential for a person to survive COVID-19 versus allowing all the liquor stores and all the fast food restaurants to stay open that is mm -hmm. really going to actually kill people. So this is literally the kind of debate that they were having with the mayor. And the mayor said, you know what? I'll leave it open. So because proven. of the protesting, they left all the gyms open. So you have to work out with mask on and everybody's okay with that. They're like, that's a fair compromise. Is, is there an account of like how many people like you have to pre-register before going in? Is there like a count of just who's there? Like registration? Not my gym specifically, because we're members of LA Fitness. And that is just basically, you, you understand that there's less machines and you oh, understand they that there's the going to be a wait. Oh, okay. What so they removed machines and like... They didn't remove them. What they did was that they put literally like hazard tape on each machine in between every other machine. So you are <laughs> social distancing regardless. And, and it was always like that. It's just that you have to now wear a mask even while you are working out, which is a little Ooh. uncomfortable. But it's, I mean, I heard other gyms that you have to make an appointment, you have to reserve for an hour, and then you get for your hour, you get to go home. The point is that it has been therapeutic for many people. So I'm happy that that has still been in place because it helps with the quarantine and the restaurants they protested and they're allowing outdoor seating. So I think from where we were four months ago, five months ago, I think the lessons learned throughout that allows then for the now from forward to do it. And I think that's just, everyone needs to be patient in right. those days. And I think we all are smart enough to understand the first results in science aren't always the correct. There needs to be several different variations and testing. Right. And that's right. what we've been going through the past how many four five x months because how things how we were talking about change constantly happening daily i mean you think about it back in march we were wiping down the handles and like oh well we still should wipe down handles <laughs> no but, yeah, I know but it was mean. still it was like nuts yeah yeah, yeah it yeah. was but the <laughs> smelling like bleach is one of my favorite things <laughs> yeah. but that was heavy yeah it was crazy it was crazy okay so yeah. And that's just all lesson learned as we go. I guess yeah. you guys, no one can be mad at anyone who's a scientist who is just learning this themselves 
right? Like this is brand new to that, that doctor, that scientist, that whomever. And they're learning as they're going and they're sharing as they're going. And then it's fucking us up. <laughs> and then a month it's later, it's error. different. Trial and error. It's trial and error. It's right. So we're blessed to still have our health here and family yeah. members and all those things and people fighting through it. And we hope everyone at home also is just doing all their, their part in staying safe for themselves, their family members, their friends, and sure. you know, their areas. Um, sure. Yeah. I don't know when we're getting out of this baby though. I mean, Atlanta's back in phase one. So it, what I say with sharing that is that anything can happen, guys. So please, please, I'm telling you, I was about to cry when they told us that we're going to take away our privileges. So like, yo, wear the mask do what it is and like i get it like trust me i live with a rebel like this guy all the time has to be in the streets like yo i'm not wearing this mask i'm like they just said we're gonna get a ticket if you don't wear the mask you see what i'm saying like because of like, people like have, you yeah we why have, we have to do this. this can we just get to Publix? you know what i'm saying like who cares you know what i'm saying so um you know trust me i live with a rebellious person but i am the type of person that i also don't want to get locked up again so it's like if they need you to wear the mask, like it's a, it's a light sacrifice right now for not oh, being in, allowed to do anything. In comparison to what you'll lose, of, lose from it, rather health-wise and rather the physical ability to do things, to be exactly. active, mm-hmm. it's the smallest thing you can do. Exactly. The simplest, the simplest thing you can do. It's like, like not drinking driving. It's take, right. It's just going to take time. We have to be patient and let them do what they got to do so that you know, at the end of the day, like we were in a pandemic and I feel like I have to tell myself this all the time. This was a pandemic. Like this It's is still labeled shit. that. We haven't been lowered yet. Right. No one has yeah. walked around and said, hey, pandemic lifted. Right. <laughs> it exactly. Like, bro, that's some shit from a movie. Like that's not some shit that really happens in life. You know what I'm saying? So the fact that we're living this, is like a volcano erupting. You're like, yo, this shit really happened. You know what I'm saying? So right. it's like, you you got to proceed with caution <laughs> and you just got to be patient and that's that's my take on that just be patient um and speaking of patience i think we're gonna dive deep into our our uh our next subject which is about having patience in relationships let me tell you because hmm. the internet blew up <laughs> girl and- you know i loved it the first time i saw it i'm like oh shit this is some juicy shit <laughs> <laughs> This was, I mean, the day it happened, I think everything was just, everyone was confused. So for those who don't know, August Alsina, which shout outs to him, but I don't know not one song. I think maybe one. Me neither. I was like, how old am I? Is but I know I who he is. I know who he is too, but I have no clue what his music is. He sounds a, like Chris Brown, does he? Trey Songs-ish? Okay, I there think. we go. That's the problem. That's the problem. But we're in a different age bracket. Mm-hmm. We're in the Jada age bracket, apparently. Because, ma'am. So, August Alcina had a conversation with Angela Yee. And Ugh, just can we talk shit real quick? Call Diana. She's a horrible, horrible interviewer. Marley, she's a horrible interviewer. So we, don't have, to, we don't need to dive deep, but you know this bitch not, is terrible. She's not my favorite. I have a problem with Envy also because Envy doesn't research before he talks when I listen to the show, and it's clear. Mm. Um, Charlemagne, I think you and I are faves, <laughs> so we're biased. He's faves for that environment, but he's not my fave anymore, but I don't want to get into that. But yeah. But 
yes she doesn't deliver it sounds like i don't know she's like talking to a friend as opposed to interviewing someone i just thought the interview was so poorly conducted with all I didn't the watch the whole thing. that when i was listening to it i was very bored i'm like yo this is super boring and then it's like the best part of the interview was hearing that he spoke about jada and his crazy ass hair where i was like whoa what's going on here someone said so, he yeah, looked like back. keisha cole in that music video <laughs> So August Alcina had this interview with Angela Yee and in parts of the interview he explains that he was in love with Jada because previously to this couple years ago or a couple times ago he has put out little hints in different parts and different things of his uh, music and different like posts there's hints of Jada some like encrypted like encrypted, like he uses her her middle name in some things. I forgot what her middle name was, but it's like Crazy. obvious. Mm-hmm. And also there's several pictures of them throughout the year. He was even on Red Table Talk at one time. I haven't seen it, but yeah. It was a couple years ago around when it started. Um, I think talking about, you know, things related to his childhood, drug abuse and those things. But in that interview with Angela, he mentions he was in love with her. He mm-hmm. says he asked Will for perform- permission with this relationship. Correct. And mm-hmm. that he is so in love or so satisfied, something along those words, that he said he could die tomorrow. Could die tomorrow. Right. Because he's we're talking the about the way one is supposed to love. Right. Talking about death. Yeah. Right? Die. I've never I've never heard anyone say that about love. That <laughs> is the reaction being I can die tomorrow. I've never heard anyone say that, but go ahead. That's some deep ass love. Wow. <laughs> wow. So tell us your reaction to that. Like, yeah, when you heard that, like, what was your first thing? First and foremost, when I heard it, like, initially, I was like, this nigga hurt. You know what I'm saying? Like, in my head, I'm like, he hurt. Like, if he's doing all of this and bringing something up and he wants attention, it's because he's hurt. That was my first initial. And I didn't think it was a lie. And I didn't think it was something that he was just making up. I didn't. I believed him. When saying I could die, that's when I was like, oh, he's for real, for real. <laughs> because no one's making up stories and say I could die. It was like, I'm so whatever. I was so in love and so satisfied that I could yeah. die. Yeah. No one just walks around and says that. No one. So I was all taken back. But I think for me, it was Will and Jada had told us that they are in a, forever relationship or something along those lines they're no longer in a marriage they're forever partners their their language is always interesting on how they describe their union but they have not straight up said we are not in a like monogamous relationship they haven't said that straight up but their language is always very strategic when they describe it it's like wow like okay you did give me an answer but the way you answered it was very non-traditional right because Mm -hmm. Is there other ways to explain it? A union? You could be like, yeah, this is my, my wife. Or, yeah, this is the person I decided to live the rest of my life with. They don't say, like, this is my life partner, that we are going to just continue to do this journey regardless. You know, like, I've they never, say things like that. I don't think I've ever heard them say the word wife or husband anymore. Right, exactly. It's an interesting exactly. take. So we then later learn, have you seen the new Red Table Talk? Of course, I saw the twelve-minute interview conversation <laughs> slash I recap. You, I love that you call it twelve minutes because that's shady number one. 
all red table talks have been 30 minutes 45 and this edited down baby watered down thing of 12 minutes was them first and foremost only giving us this exactly what they wanted to put up okay before we talk about what they spoke about do you feel like it was necessary for them to have done this like if you were in a relationship and something just hit the fan would you with her platform her situation would you have then said hey will let's talk about this on my show yeah okay because you already done everything else you already put everything else you already set yourself your own standard of what you talk about on that table Mm. because now you're like a hypocrite if you don't all right all right that's true right that's true and because this is related to relationship taking care of yourself and those kind of things and because this is a young man who has suffered a lot and has been through a lot of troubles and you know you have a relationship with in some way shape or form or fashion you needed to address it you've had him on the show before why not i agree i think i would have addressed it on my own platform as well so i can control how the information is taken that I agree with. Like, it is what it is. I have my own media platform, so I can deliver my information here. I don't have to go on your show. I don't have to get, you know, I can do my own thing. So, yeah. I can I edit that. it like I want to and edit it down to 12 minutes. Great. <laughs> <laughs> right. um, Those are the longest 12 minutes of my life, Marley. Really? When I tell you the tension I felt while they were talking, I was like, this is thick. This is thick. It got super awkward. Yeah, it When did. Will said, explain what you're saying. Because she was bullshitting. And I understand. Like, I felt like he was being a little human at that point. Because you know they were being robotic. But he was being a little human. He was like, no, clarify what the hell does entanglement mean? Exactly. Don't don't bullshit. You have us here, bitch. Explain to them. So there's several layers to cut down to. So first, her explaining the relationship. And to me... Dancing around the subject at first super dancing about it because she was not prepared for this moment first of all find you a person with an nda who won't speak <laughs> i just want to share this if this is your if this is how you function if you don't want this public by the point if you don't want this around i thought everyone knew in business no matter what you handle it and take care point. of it mm-hmm. um so she did kind of give us the runaround and said it was an entanglement mm-hmm. What are your thoughts on that word? I've, I've related to her at that point because I've okay. been in situations when you really don't want to tell the truth. So you really come <laughs> up with a synonym. <laughs> I can still deliver the information, but you really don't want to say what it is. So it's like at that moment, I was just like, yo, that's some shit I may do. You know what I mean? I'm not saying in this scenario because this is but like in a, like in a scenario. <laughs> What in a scenario where I have to like explain myself with some shit? Like I'm gonna just come up with something else. So it's like <laughs> she was I'm, just doing I'm that. Laughing. I'm like, bitch, you're so caught right now that you don't even know what to say. Like it's hilarious. She was so blindsided by it. That's the hilarious. That's the human part of it. She was blindsided by this whole situation. I don't know. She was blind. That's a fact. But I don't know. She was prepared for this conversation. Obviously, you know, her her husband decided to do this. But I think that. There's a very real moment when you out loud say something to the person that you don't ever want to embarrass because at the end of the day, they love each other. Even if let's say they are or not in a relationship, she doesn't want to embarrass Will. And she, humili- she humiliated him with this. 
So it's like, she knows that and she knows the, the weight that that holds and how painful that is. Because at the end of the day, when you're in a relationship with someone, you never want to embarrass them. Like, and I mean, I don't mean like make fun of them. I mean, like, you don't want to misrepresent them. You don't want to make it seem like you don't respect and honor this person as your other half. So I can understand at that moment how bad it felt for her to just mouth the words to like the world in front of this man and say, yeah, I had a relationship with this guy and I was fucking because I wasn't happy with you. Like that is a lot. That's because I wanted to feel good because I wanted to heal someone. And here's a play on words. She, that kind of she wanted to heal someone. Or, what did she say? <laughs> First of all, she said that it feels good to help people Sorry. heal and to whatever. Now, they're trying to make her seem like she's like some like cult leader. No, I think that she was, <laughs> I think that there's something very weird in what she's saying. And I feel like people like to feel useful. And she felt, she felt so bad about herself that she wanted to feel useful by providing aid to another person. That's what I think she was trying to express. I have my opinions, but I think that's what she was trying to express. Right, because your husband's a superstar and doesn't need your help anymore. So now you don't, and your kids are grown. So you don't have any more to cater to or take care of or to service or to aid or something like that. I see your right. point. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I start thinking about the age difference in them. And that's concerning for me in a moment of where just, he was definitely, ta- wait, I'm going to be careful. I don't want to say he was taken advantage of, but advantage was there. Does that make sense? Because I want to, I, I want to understand, I'm, I'm assuming he knew what he's stepping into, but when you fell in love with this woman, he might've forgot that they're still, she's still in a full on marriage. He didn't forget. You can't control who you fall in love with. That's why you shouldn't be having affairs with people that are married. It's not because it's wrong or right. It's because you can catch feelings. Anybody can. You're a human being. And I feel like if, especially, especially if you're in your early 20s and you're having sex with someone who's in their 40s and is hot as fuck and has money and has this mistake about them and they're just great and they're like popping and they have this aura. You know, people like that, that confident, they have that shit just like oozing out of them. Like they're just... And Jada mm-hmm. looked like she's that type of person. Like, she's just, oh. you could just see it. If it was the other way, we would have been right there with it. We would have been, it's I Jada Pinkett. <laughs> it is Jada Pinkett. She's gorgeous. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, I'm sure this guy was really, really proud of himself, low-key. Like, yo, I'm smashing Jada Pinkett. Pinkett. Like, I don't think any guy would not be, you know what I'm saying? From a this different is, world. And this is Will Smith's wife. Like, he's Will Smith. Like, that shit is, it's like fucking Kim Kardashian, and you're like a rapper. You know what I'm saying? Like at the end of the day, it's Kim and it's Kanye's wife. Right. So it's, that's like, you know what I mean? So there is an element to that. There's like a, a, a amplification to the relationship because this person has status. So I'm not surprised that he caught feelings and I'm not surprised that he fell in love with her because if she's older, wiser, more calm, this dude needs a mom. We all know this. He doesn't, okay? he doesn't have family. He's sick. He lost siblings. He uh, needs a mom. Drugs. He needs a mom. Right. So this woman that's nurturing, that's kind, that's wise, that's giving you information and probably giving you head. I don't see how a man is not going to catch feelings, honestly. Yeah. And unfortunately, unfortunately for him, he came at a moment where this woman would have just filled that void with anyone. I don't think it was because it was August. It was because August happened to be there right. and it worked out because they clicked. 
but it could have been a personal trainer. It could have been a guy that, you know, develops homes down the block. It could have been anybody. Anybody in that household. Anybody who works or services or she sees or runs or sees on a regular basis. That gave her that energy, that chemistry, that animal feel. Right. And she would have probably pursued it. Because in my opinion, when she expressed herself, I heard it. Like this woman was just going through a really hard moment in in her marriage. Honestly, I really think that it could have been anybody. I'm not trying to insult August. He's probably a great guy, but it's like, unfortunately for him, he just happened to be the person that filled that void that she was seeking at that time. I don't think she has any intention of getting a divorce to Will Smith. I don't think a lot of women would divorce Will Smith. And I'm not saying that in a gold digging way. It's like you have a prized possession husband. You know what I'm saying? And you already developed a standard of what your relationship is. I think open marriages... And there's, I mean, for years we have seen tabloids before TMZ even started. We have seen tabloids in things throughout the years that they had had open marriages or, you know, saw other people or swingers was always the word thrown around, those kind of things. But I don't think you get into open marriages in the middle of your marriage. This is something you enter into. This is something that you, I, I personally say, when you start your relationship and you know that you're not a monogamous person, or you're not a, you know, you're not into monogamous relationships, you start your standard off in your relationship as being open and continue. That's interesting. That's interesting. I don't know if that's the way everyone's story goes, because I, I don't really know many people who openly share that. The few people that do share it, you're right. They started that way. But right. I don't know if, if others, you know, I don't know enough. Right. But, but I think the point. August broke the lever, the lever and like, it's public now. And I don't agree with what he did. I think that was that was that was against the code. I don't think others that you had an intimate relationship with people. I feel like that's inappropriate. Yeah, I mean, I can just imagine all the other people <laughs> from Will's. We have never heard nothing from none of Will's girls. We have assumptions. We have things. You know, I think. Yeah, I don't. What know. if it's not women? Either option, whatever it is. I mean, it could be that too. And I'm not saying that that's what's going on, but I feel like usually when it is that, those secrets are kept really well. Really well tight. But that was, I mean, the new key word of 2020 is entanglement. The whole entire 2020 is an entanglement, people. I think I felt bad for Will because I've always felt like she's never really loved him as much as he's loved her. I've always felt that about their relationship. I've always felt that he's more in love with her than she is with him. And like that she's always seemed a little distant or a little unsatisfied or a little hard to love almost. No, like she was always ready to like, even when they did that whole episode of them, how their whole relationship started. And I don't know if you saw that table talk episode Mm -hmm. that explained how they got together and that it was always like she was hesitant. And he was always more so like he had the faith and he's always told her like, I'm always going to love her. was going to be like, every time they discuss their past, it's always seemed like he has been the driving factor that has allowed them to always keep growing. And wow. he's always the one that's moving forward. So it's like in every relationship, there's always a, uh, there's always a little bit more love from one party than the other. I think mm-hmm. that that's normal. And I think in their situation, it happens to be that he loves her more than she loves him. You could see his pain at the end, closer to the end of that um, conversation of this 12 minute one. Very uncomfortable. Very uncomfortable. The whole bad marriage for life was super awkward and weird. Don't ever do that again. But that was about, that was weird. 
but his face you could see that's why I, I can tell it's more than 12 minutes because there was tears in that man's eye and the embarrassment you're right there's an embarrassment factor also like we have to talk like we're bringing this to light and he's you know they both went through so much i only imagine to get to where they are and even that separation and all the people in between and all that stuff and to your kids now this is public because that's a, one of your kids friends yeah so it was just all I mean, these ladies. I'm not going to judge her for messing with a guy that's young. Because I feel yeah. like people are so sexist and they want to talk shit. Older men mess with younger women all the time. All the time. I'm talking about Leo DiCaprio, George Clooney, all these big name dudes. They always Constantly. have this young, young chick with them and no one says anything about them. So I don't have a problem with their age difference. And I do not believe that he's a victim. I really don't. I see advantage, but I get what you're saying. And also, anything else to add to that before we wrap that one up? No, I appreciate the 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 frenzy that this created of just gossip. It's a little moment away from all the other things that were happening. Right. Mm-hmm. And just sign NDAs. That's it. They should be filed Great away advice. in your back pocket, electronic. Sign it on this iPad. Boom. Great advice. A bajillion dollars if you talk. <laughs> something <laughs> something to scare people um and this week this weekend we also posted a weekly question mm-hmm. uh i don't have the question what was it the says question? what mistakes did you make in your last relationship that you won't repeat again and we have we had actually a lot of participation in this and uh what we're gonna do is that marley's gonna read one of her answers i'm gonna read one of mine and we're gonna discuss it so question was again, what mis- what mistakes did you make in your last relationship that you won't repeat again? One response I received was intimacy unhappiness. Just thought that was interesting. I guess not. Okay, what do you think up. they mean by that? I think unhappy with um with the sex that they were having. And I no, mm. no. Intimacy cannot does probably doesn't only mean sex, but also just maybe even just public display of affection maybe one person is more wants more touchy-feely she wants probably a little bit more display of affection notice you know just hug me when you get home kiss me when you get home those kind of things that intimacy and happiness um another response was um ignoring red flags in the beginning right and that is a major mistake because you can get drowned and sucked into those red flags once you're in the relationship or you always think they're going to change yes mm-hmm. right that, because that, that very stupid mistake that you make but see that goes back to the jada point and where and what i the way that i perceived and what she talked about was being of help or assisting someone not that it's a red flag but still we as women always find ourselves wanting to he'll change i can make him better i can introduce him to new things that kind of want a project for some reason right who wants more work (laughs) i don't understand oh i get it i think i've grown out of that mentality also i think i've learned my lesson from previous mistakes that i know that my next i don't i know what i want and i know how to find those red flags quicker i notice them um another response was acting like things were good when they weren't and being afraid to say something okay to keep the peace to keep the peace, 
to not right. feel embarrassed in front of your friends or family when you're not in a good situation or you know relationship to hoping it just works out sticking it through right in the same sense of Jaden will instead of sticking it through they found other solutions when things right. weren't in the best place their solution was separating and another response was staying too long again a, a, the collective of this is everyone mm-hmm. is trying to make something happen or something work that no longer works that's no longer functional but we don't want to ruin it we don't want to end it we don't want to stop it and we as women sometimes just have to we know the answer we don't like it or you don't want to feel as a failure so you avoid that one because you don't want to be like yeah we broke up yeah we broke off the wedding yeah we blah 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 like you don't want you feel like you put so much time in like you don't want to like you wasted it and right you don't get anything out of it or whatever and we're afraid of that as opposed to just being honest and truth to ourselves like no this motherfucker has like six red flags and it's crazy or you know i'm not happy in this i need to leave this i'm not safe in these situations um and yeah i think that's the collective there and those responses and i appreciate all those ladies for sharing absolutely absolutely it is and it's something that it's hard to also just admit that mistakes were made and that you should have probably behaved differently and you have to take ownership. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, for sure. Right. What are some responses you had over there? Um, I have a few actually. So uh, once again, the question is what mistakes did you make in your past relationship that you won't repeat again? This response was not being honest about my own feelings had trouble admitting to myself that I wanted out because I believed it was his job to know. It isn't ever, ever, ever anyone's job to know how you feel. Assumptions in a relationship are like planting a minefield in secrets. They're pressure activated and at some point someone's bound to step the wrong way and detonate the whole thing and everything is going to fall to pieces a military analogy but that was fantastic (laughs) i mean (laughs) but no but that's but that's true i think again and i know i'm criticizing us as women often but i think it's just the reality of it of how sometimes we function and Mm -hmm. where we do have expectations from our partners to realize and notice things by either by shutting down or acting differently or whatever as opposed to just speaking up about it and how you feel and where you're at the same thing or like, the famous oh, silent treatment like oh, are you mad no i'm not mad but you're like fuming you know what i'm saying and, deep and, like, inside just, yeah but why can't we resist from saying that like i'm okay because i don't know i think women sometimes we're hormonal psychopaths and um we just want for you to understand that we're in misery and we want you to understand that and pick it up how do you not know that i'm your woman how do you not know i'm miserable right now so it's like right. a psychotic behavior that women do Right, like I saw 100%. a joke. Like I saw a joke when someone goes, when a woman says, "Don't worry about it," they literally mean, "Don't worry about it." But when one says, "Oh, don't worry about it," fine, fine, that's a whole <laughs> other scale, yeah. and yeah. we all as women do it. Yeah, it is and just it's something the most, that we have to work on. It's not okay. It's not fair. It's not to fair. everyone. It's no, not it's fair not. to your significant because it's just gonna, they will kill you. yeah it's not only that it just doesn't resolve anything you know it's better if you just bring it up versus playing this game you know what i'm saying so it's important to bring it up to see it head on now 
Another response was not hanging out with my girlfriends as much. Ooh. That's very, very, very realistic. That's really real. And that is, that can definitely be a big effect on you personally. Um, You growing as a person, not having your friendships, not having your girlfriends around, you know, and then having to crawl back to them if it ends. Nobody likes that. Not even your girlfriends that you left. It's just not. Yeah, that's a, that's a big mistake. I've, I've done it before. <laughs> yeah. Um, believing in someone whose actions showed you different. So actions speak a lot of them words. Mm-hmm. And I have another response that states, um, made my boyfriend the priority instead of myself. Not having my own separate life won't ever be with a man who doesn't want to see me be successful or support my hustle for selfish reasons. Wow. Yes. So reoccurring response that we got from our listeners was kind of making your whole life the boyfriend and not having the friends and not having your external things and not having your hobbies and not having your interests. I'm a very big believer that it's super unhealthy to do this. And I think a lot of women do this and that's why I want to share it. Men do it too. I'm not saying men don't do it, Mm -hmm. but I think that um, women kind of lose themselves sometimes in being the role of the significant other. Right. And then it's like, then that's all you do. You see what I'm saying? And then what happens when you're having a tough time? You don't have anyone to talk to. That's one of the consequences of cutting your friends off because you can't just call your homegirl up when you're fighting with your man. She ain't going to want to hear that. Right. Because you haven't called her before or you call her too often about it already. Or that's the only reason you call. And at the end of the day, your friend has a life too. And your friend wants you to ask, how are they doing? You know what I'm saying? So (laughs) (laughs) that's one thing. And another thing is like, I think that you actually appreciate your relationship more when you do have other things going on so I think that that's really good advice in general like to not make that mistake again because I it's I don't feel like there's any gain in that when you 100% just isolate yourself from the world and just focus on your relationship in a way that you don't have anything else going on I really don't think that's healthy I don't think it's healthy either I think it really it doesn't allow you growth. It doesn't allow you to find yourself or whatever your creative interests are or whatever your spirit feels like. It really removes you from reality of what the world is like because you don't know how to function um, without your significant other or without the, not without them, but like your world revolving them and constantly being with them or around them. Like you don't know how to be on your own. Yeah. You don't know how to, like I don't mind going to a dinner by myself if I have to eat at a restaurant by myself. I have no a movie by myself you know because I'd rather miss my significant other right like them be at work all day not text each other all day not call each other all day come back home and be like what's up how was the day let me That's miss you I mean I think that every relationship dynamic has their own standards right um you know some people probably have a check-in policy some people probably talk every day at lunch. You know, everybody's, yeah. just, that's, that's cool. Like, I'm not saying that there's anything My parents wrong. are lunch people. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? And that's fine. And it's cute and they live together, but they have a conversation at lunch. That's how you guys work. Right. Um, there's people that probably chat all day on Zoom with their significant other. Like, it's like everybody has different levels. Right. But um, 
in general, I feel that we both agree that you should have some type of individuality. Yes. You see what I'm saying? And I think really interesting in regards to this response was, could there be competitiveness Ooh. in a relationship where you might outperform the person or they might outperform you? And do you then in return support that? Or do you then start to sabotage you know, or, you know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? How does, how does that work? Cause I feel like that was, that stood out to me. Cause I'm like, Whoa, like, could oh, because be he wasn't supporting her business. He wasn't supporting her endeavor. Her hustle of trying her hustle to or whatever. Right. Yeah. I don't think it could be with someone who's not supportive in that. And he could be trying to bring, discourage, a, discourage you or hold okay. you back from that success because they don't have that ability in themselves. Right. Right. Possibly. Or what if when, what if you identify that the person that you've decided to have a partnership with doesn't have the ability to even think big or to, right. to create or to be more like they how does that one... bigger picture, they don't right. have where you're at. And that's important in a relationship. We have to yeah. be, we don't have to be equal, but you have to understand where I'm going and are you coming for this ride with me that's like when people want to be actors you have to be prepared that your significant other is going to be on that screen fame is different those kind of levels and money is different you know are you along for this ride and for right. the changes they're going to go to or are you jealous and are you going to try to pull that back and hold me back from right that? which I think it's a real thing and I feel like no oh, one really real. ever wants to say that because it sounds terrible but I do believe that it's possible that you could be in a relationship with a person that's kind of low-key jealous if you are always doing better than them or whatever the case may be. <coughs> and that's where it comes back for us as women. We put more effort into our significant other and making sure that they're being, we can fix them. We can make them better. We can have them reach those same potentials and find that potential, find that inner in them to be that, to excel right. in some way those projects you like that we talk about like i think we are sometimes interested in that because we want to see them excel at the same pace or the area that we're in to catch up so that you're not hold you know it could be just the maternal thing that we suffer from that you want to create you want to nurture something you want to you want to raise something into a higher potential like it's just a characteristic that we have as a female gender to be mm -hmm. nurturers so it could be that you know what I mean? Like not every woman's having children nowadays. So she has all this nurturing energy inside of her that she's not really necessarily able to give to a child because she's not giving mm -hmm. birth or raising children. But now she has this guy that just needs a little tweaking and love. Yeah, and, and if he did things a little like this, he'd be so much <laughs> <Probably> better. better. <laughs> he would be so cute if he dressed up like this. Like, no, I got it. Yeah. We do add a little bit to that. You were like, yeah, you're so cute. Yes. But ladies, take care of yourself. Put yourself mm -hmm. first sometimes in these situations. That's important. And don't forget about your friends. I think without friends, I just, I, going through a conversation and, and, and things of like, without your friends surrounding you and supporting you, and even with the relationship you have, I don't think relationships without friendships involved are part of it don't have much else like does it like it's like a missing piece i agree it's an important part to have I it's agree. an important part of your relationship is having friendships out there
it keeps everything rounded. Like it's right. like, it's good. And it's also good to kind of be able to talk a little shit with your significant other because you guys have mutual friends. A like, little pillow nice. talk ain't bad. <laughs> right. Like Tell it's us. fun. And for those of you who are not doing that with your girlfriends, you guys are missing out. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like bring your girl around sometimes, let her meet people. Your girl's probably funny because girls be funny. And she's going <laughs> to tell you some funny shit about your friends and you guys are going to laugh. And it's not no shade, guys. No one's talking about it, their friends. Right. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. You know, just a little like, did That's you see? Whole- oh, girl. You know? Yes. <laughs> it makes it, and I mean, friendships and having individuality makes people happy. And it keeps you happy. And it keeps your inner self true and real. So really just think about that. I'm glad these ladies realize their mistakes. These people who mm-hmm. sent these, these messages. Right. That shows growth. And I think right. that reminds us that we won't go back to those things either when we talk about them. Or even if they're happening, you're like, whoa, well, whoa, I already knew that this is not a good way to go. And you can kind of stop yourself now, guys. So if those of you just got an aha moment, you're like, you know what? I'm doing this right now. Ooh, we bringing them the Oprah aha moment? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> let, me, let me plan a lunch with my, with my cousin because I haven't seen this bitch in forever because I don't <laughs> talk to her because I'm caught up. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. Let me yeah right for real um Mm. our next topic before we round out the week uh we might we have listed here the goya the go away as they call it (laughs) the hashtag was goya away which was extra on twitter um recently and i don't know the backstory of this do you know the goya situation or the backstory of it you mean that i hear what the guy said while he was yeah like what's the what he said or what occurred because i just followed the memes and the jokes i did not uh thank you for admitting that i did not dive deep into it yeah at all i think that that's the number thank you for admitting that because that's the number one concern the number one concern is that people saw a clip and they base Mm -hmm. everything on a clip versus well much like everything else nowadays everything is just clip clip based and whatever gets headlines and whatever Right, like the Wayfair thing was happening and I was like, I need to do my own research, but analytics in my brain, because I work on the back end of websites and things like that, put analytics in perspectives when it comes to Wayfair. I I hope that the Wayfair thing is not true. Well, I really hope it's not. I thought three things. One was sex trafficking, and sex trafficking is real, number one. Absolutely. Sex trafficking is absolutely true and real. It's a, it's and a exi- big problem, too. And a problem. That's number one. Number two, sex trafficking and using a, a, a live and functioning and bajillion clicks per day website don't really correlate for me. Together. I mean, I hope it doesn't. It just doesn't, it just doesn't connect to me because the purpose sex trafficking goes under radar really low and you know what i mean and the whole i i'm assuming the whole idea is to keep it really disguised but that that's not the place to disguise i don't know that's just me thinking and number three when i saw the examples of the name of the furniture as the name of the girls that were missing i think that was a little scary and and it felt a little bit too obvious like you're saying so i'm like this this has to be fake right and then we have to remember there are third party people who plug things in and websites right. carry third party and there's a lot of analytics in the background and someone posted a 2018 2019 uh course that wayfair did for like their their team and mm-hmm. how they're doing their labeling and their naming and things like that 
So, and that exists in working in tech, things are automated by itself and pulling from all over the place. So essentially it is scary, it is real, but also sometimes we have to walk, work with precaution and do your own separate research and not take every copy and paste that happens up there. Because when things start looking insanely screenshot 10 times, a thousand times over, it loses the validity because where's the original and the real? I just, yeah, I, sometimes I we have to be careful. We need to stop thinking the internet is the Bible. I think right. that that's a huge, huge mistake that we're making as a society. We keep thinking that if it's on the internet, it's true and it's real and it is what it is. Correct. Very scary. Correct. Very scary. Yeah. So um, but, just to circle back to this whole thing, this media stuff, what happened with the Goya thing, um, what happened for those of you who didn't see it or did see it, uh, the CEO of Goya went to the Hispanic Property Conference. And I'm guessing this is something that happens annually. You know what I'm saying? To talk about mm-hmm. Latino building or businesses or whatever. Mm-hmm. So in this specific gathering, there was a lot of, of the Latino CEOs of the United States and I guess whatever they were planning, et cetera, et cetera. So when this gentleman spoke first, which is the CEO of, of Goya, he started his speech off. I saw the whole thing. He started his speech off by saying... Um, He's very grateful to the United States. His family immigrated here from Spain and they were able to create a brand that's now been in existence since, I want to say sometime in the 1800s. We have to fact check, but it's definitely something of, of a lot of prestige and, and, and honor for him and his family that they were able to have something like this as a legacy, being immigrants and the Americas, giving them the opportunities to be able to do that and that he is very grateful for a country that allows people to start businesses and create legacies like this. And that he is grateful because the current president is about building and about growth. And that he is blessed to have a president like Trump because he allows things like this to be possible. That's what he said. So from that, it resulted in everybody supposedly throwing all their Goya products in the garbage. I say it like this because I want you to laugh because I think it's stupid. The word, I, 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 the word I supposedly is the correct word because one, you're not throwing away perishables that you already have in the household during the pandemic and you can't even go to the grocery <laughs> store. That's one. So let's just be for real. I, I just want to be, hello, Logandula's right there. It's, it's perfectly edible food here. It's yes. perfectly fine. And I think, the, so... I have a couple of thoughts. One, I think, like you said, don't take the internet as Bible. Cancel culture is not, it's all a play on words and games when it comes to Twitter, when you're actually there. When you're actually reading, because the memes are happening, the conversations are happening, it's not, there's no validity to it mm-hmm. of that cancel culture, right? Kanye still exists and people say all day he's canceled, but he's here. So, like, that's not a real thing. They may say it, participate it, and you as an individual may decide if you participate in those things. I eat Chick-fil-A every day, but I have my cousins who are gay as hell and who eat Chick-fil-A too and show up every day. But knowing the back history and the background where Chick-fil-A stands their ground, <laughs> right? So cancel culture is doesn't exist, not that it doesn't exist, don't take it for validity for what- You don't think it impacts their sales? Not a, I don't think so. Okay. Because the individuals who are partaking in the conversation of cancel culture may not have already be participants who are purchasers of their products. My parents don't participate in cancel culture in any way and called me and said, why, 
why is this on the news about Goya? You know what I mean? Like, I don't understand this. Those are the real right. purchasers. Well, my mom says she hasn't purchased Goya in 10 years because ch- Publix is cheaper. she's like i I go are you sure she went and looked at her beans she goes they're a Publix brand and the other brand i said oh she's like it's just cheaper and this is what i've been buying i um i honestly don't think that people think that hard when they go to buy beans and they go to buy like um you know sazon and adobo i think adobo is probably the most popular product for sure but i think price matters when you're picking things right but adobo adobo is you know like let's be honest like adobo is their product Everybody knows that if you want to get some adobos from Goya, people get it. When you mm-hmm. throw a barbecue, when you see some chicken, people use adobo. It is what it is. It is. And Sazon, right. the one in the packets. The one in the packets. That shit is what people use to make pollo guisado. Like, there's no other recipe that is, this um, is how you make that. You right. know what I mean? So it's like, it's a common dish in multiple Latino homes. So right. we may not use everything Goya, but there's certain products that, yes. It's there. It exists. Is, what you use and almost every latino has an adobo in their kitchen Mm -hmm. i can say that confidently that almost every single hispanic in the united states of america has adobo Mm -hmm. so it is a very largely consumed product and i'm not sitting here trying to die on the cross for goya but what i'm saying is is it necessary to now react like this every single time anyone has an opposing view like i feel like that's where my real concern is because you mm-hmm. know this whole time on this podcast i've been preaching that i feel like they're taking away our freedom of speech mm-hmm. and i have a real issue with that i'm a mm-hmm. really first amendment die hard mm-hmm. advocate like i believe that we should always have the freedom of speech and we should always be able to voice our opinions and say what it is we cannot allow the media to censor us and the, the society to censor us that's like mm-hmm. the worst thing like this is not no offense this is not china so it's like we have to be allowed to speak. They yeah. cannot control what we consume. They cannot control our internet. They cannot take away Google from us. Like you have to look at it as to what this really symbolizes. Just because a person has a different opinion, we now have to, as a society, say that we no one is allowed to consume this product, throw it in the trash, it's just garbage, it's horrible. This man has one of the oldest companies in this country. Not him specifically, but this legacy. The he employs legacy, thousands and thousands of people. Yeah, so it's just- regardless, it's like, yeah. I feel like it's such an extreme reaction. And then when you try to even have a, a simple conversation with anyone and say, hey, guys, do you really think that Goya should be boycotted? You know what I'm saying? Just talk. <laughs> right. Like, oh, you support that fucking racist. I'm like, whoa, all I said. Is, <laughs> right. Away these cans. Like, I really don't know if this is the right way. Again, they're perishables but, and you need them. But I just, I just think that the reaction is so aggressive that I don't understand it. And the reaction and is to something that's... Diversity. It's anti-diversity. Right. And the reaction is so large to something so minuscule because I have... There's no offense that was, I don't think, was said in any of that that you said. There was, was nothing... offensive to people that he said that he felt, he, that he himself, he himself. feels blessed to have a president that supports... As such as him. He. Exactly. That's what that individual human being decided to say himself. So when he not said the that, not the workers within no, the company, no. not that we know that the eighty percent of the CEOs or the eighty percent of the executives in the company support it. It's not that. It's his individual, his speech, his conversation is brought on there, and that's his. Again, we go to Chick Fil A still, and that man hates all LGBTs no, and donates to all those. Friends, your vegan friends all talk those to things, you, don't they? All day, they talk. So to it's you. just 
as you're eating ribs, right? In their face. In their face with While they have their Brussels your, sprouts. Your, right. <laughs> the, your vegan friends are talking to you when you're like, yo, let me get that shit medium rare, a little bloody. <laughs> I, that, thank like, you. Oh, you don't want none? Oh, <laughs> this shit is banging. You know what I mean? So it's like, this is, this, are you serious? Like yeah. vegans still talk to you. And these people love animals. So it's like, we can sit here and vegans who, yeah. and a vegan can go to dinner with you and see you eat meat and they are okay with that. Because they okay. understand your difference of, a, your different, your difference. They understand your, they understand, what is it called when there's two parts? Not everyone's an anomaly. Everything has, not everything is always black and white. And there's existence that, of pe- people with different it's, opinions and thoughts. And that it's, is okay. There's this thing as, as one way. And it's like right now, it seems like there's only one way allowed culturally in pop culture. In pop culture, I think that's where it is. But I think if you surround yourselves with people who have, listen, someone in the, in the group chat said, family, this is my family's group chat. Family, we need to boycott Goya. And my sister said, I shop at Trader Joe's. It's not even there. So I don't know what to tell you. One. My other cousin said, I'm just waiting for the second stimulus check. I don't understand what's happening. Right? Like everyone, <laughs> everyone is on, not everyone's yeah. in the same, you get what I mean? Don't right, get everybody has sucked into 100%. the, what media plays constantly in your face and throws and blah, blah, blah. Don't play into that because there's other people living real lives and existing than what the internet is conversa- having Absolutely. a conversation about. But the, the conversation on the internet doesn't always physically translate to what reality is that we have to we people need to recognize and realize sex trafficking is real that's a real conversation to have the products that you choose to consume so be it if you like high sodium select the other can i don't know you know what i mean like that's the reality of it and yes we have to be more conscious of what we're consuming from the media too it's not reality all of it what scares me is even though you and i are not being impacted which i appreciate that and i'm glad that we're kind of from the same pool that we wouldn't necessarily allow this to influence us to this Mm -hmm. magnitude however there is people that are their their degrees of separation are not that much for me Mm. you see what i'm saying Mm -hmm. and especially coming from a very democratic city originally and coming from that environment my friends on social media are still very passionate about these subject matters because you know these are my friends from college my friends from high school whatever the case may be they have their very strong viewpoints in certain subject matters and I'm not stating that they're wrong in that what I'm saying is that I see how affected they're being at times from these small one-offs that it's just like, it's starting to concern me that whenever something like this happens, it has the power to now 100% dismantle things. Like, I feel like it's like, it's, a, it's too harsh of a reaction. And I think that people need to stop acting off of emotion and start really basing decisions on facts. Mm-hmm. And I think that these emotional based triggers that they keep giving us, it's like, why is this the thing? This is like in style. Because you know it's, and it's distracting you from the necessary of what you need to pay attention to and the reality of what's happening. The Absolutely. real effects, the real kills, the real deaths, the real information and knowledge you should be aware of and concentrating on and focusing in. These little Absolutely. one-off rages that lasted only for the weekend. Right. 
the Jada Pinkett and the August Alcina, that's a weekend story that was fun and cute because it distracted us Absolutely. from the heaviness we've had the week. But that was some hella fucking entertainment. That was <laughs> good. But it was good. But it, you know what? I, I don't want to say it made us feel good, but it was like, what's it called? Like more relaxing in a sense of a focus, right? It wasn't so much. We weren't putting bad, negative, harsh energy on it, on that. We were putting you know, things that made us feel good and funniness to it. But when the other things that are being distributed to us is all negative and harsh, that's more harm to us. That doesn't make us feel any better. That can cause us more harm and hurt. And that outrage and that anger only continues to build unhealthiness and adds to, you know, all, all anything else that can impact you and hit you at a worse rate. Right. Right. And once again, I think one of the, the, the key things that you said is that these are all distractions and these are all things to kind of take you off the path of what really needs to be focused on. So until people start being distracted by the shiny thing, you know what right. I mean? Whatever's waved at you. Yeah. Um, but I will say, shout outs to the small businesses, moms and pops that are out there that kind of leveraged off of the situation and people playing that whole boycott thing because i found a lot of brands that are like organic healthier um there's a brand called luisa that's a seasoning super organic mix adobo also from scratch really well done a whole bunch I, of I actually i like ibera too i think that's pretty ibera yeah that one uh Bira is the other one that's out of yeah i think it's Bira. you're right and there's I also several like, options out there. No, I mean, I'm not saying that I only use Goya. I don't. I barely, no, 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 of course. I barely make canned beans. You know, like that's Same. usually what I would buy from them. So it's not something I really consume all the time. But I also don't want them to go out of business. Like that, I don't, you know, at the end of the day, that's like, that's like Bustelo. Tu me entiendes? Like you, you don't right. want the brands that you know are Latino brands to like, I just don't. I'm sorry. I'm saying it because I'm a Latino. Like I don't want Latino brands to go away. Like right. I would like them to continue to succeed because it's, it's part of our culture. There are certain brands that exist forever embedded in us. Like Aunt Jemima, my aunt was like, well, why were they removed that? I was like, I really don't care because I'm still picking up a red box every single time I go to the thing. There's no, you have an attachment of, you know, um, What's the name now for that? They haven't even done it yet. So that's why, like, sometimes we just oh. have to be patient and wait. Do you see what I mean? I, like, I don't, I don't get no other <clears throat> pancakes unless it's Aunt Jemima. I'll be honest with you. Uh, I get the Bisquick, the yellow thing that you just shake it and pour. <laughs> nah. Aunt Jemima <laughs> is the fire. It's, it's the, the fire. fire. But yeah. I think, but. And uh, the syrup is, is, I mean, it's really unhealthy. But it's, it's all like, unhealthy. Like, that's yeah. another distraction. So we mm -hmm. have to, like, write whatever. But shout outs to those small businesses who took that advantage of it of that trending moment and said, here, yeah. buy these products. And those small business Latino businesses that are, um, took that, that's just a marketing scheme that you can get right. in real quick and boost up your sales on that one. Well, and lastly, before we wrap up this episode, recommendations of the week. Recommendations. We haven't done our little song. Recommendations of the week. I changed it. That was a different jingle. <laughs> that was, a, that was a different jingle. Um, recommendations for me this week. Uh, I've never fin. Well, I'm in the process of finishing the Jeffrey Epstein documentary. The one on Netflix. Speak on the one on Netflix. Speaking of mm -hmm. all of this, 
um, getting into Are you that. You watching the one about the victims, the female victims? That it's one? like four episodes, and it's all about the girls, like I the think, women. Yeah, and I'm women. on episode one. Yeah, <laughs> so I'm watching. It's that. not my. It's not my favorite doc, but we're definitely gonna talk about it when you're done. I don't know if I can take more than one doc of this. That's the other part. It's very. When again, the whole sex trafficking thing is very scary. It's very real, and so you just kind of get like. It's Ugh. devastating. Devastating. It's devastating to see how many, especially, let's throw that in there, political people, people are involved in this. It's like, just this shit is alarming. Right. No, it's just, like people in politics. You're like, these people are part of this. Like, this is scary shit. Right. And that's why when we, asked, when we asked for a miracle last week and we got a random miracle, not the approach we were going for, but throw something else at us, God. Megas can't be choosers. <laughs> we said <laughs> we need a miracle. They brought it to us in the form of Kanye, and we said thank you, but no thanks. <laughs> However, we see that there's at least the effort that people want to try. You know what I'm saying? Thank you. But God is there. Yeah. But we need to be specific next time. Mm-hmm. But um, also, I will be starting Babysitter's Club. Oh, I want to I was that. a huge fan of Babysitter's Club. The Me movie too. is fire. Me too. And I have not started it yet, but that's my route. Um, it gave I've me that been, feeling. I was like, oh, as soon as I saw it. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm going to start that. Um, I've been knee deep in like super YouTube sometimes. I'm, I saw this, uh, these two people called Crystal and Sager that were on Joe Rogan. And I liked how they talked and I've been catching up on their clips and things like that. So I've been knee deep. The in white girl and the stuff. Indian guy? Yeah. Oh, I love it. Yes, that was a Have great Have you been episode. watching them? Yes, and I love that episode. And I, every time I have a friend that kind of wants to look into other avenues to find out about news, I hit them with that first. I'm like, watch this. <laughs> and then... If you like them too. Yeah. But she is, and I know we're going off, she's, I'm not super progressive in a say, and I'm not super, and I, but they are very, they're both very far for me on each spectrum but just enough where they make sense, where they bring themselves to the middle to balance, to, don't be to be realistic. I don't think that thoughts. they're very far. I think that they have their extreme moments, but I don't find them to be very far. So that's what it that's is. Why I like them. I think that's what because, it is. They have those moments. Because yeah. I'd be like, girl, I don't think like that. But right. What are you talking about? <laughs> that you just be like, but they still bring it realistically in the center. Mm-hmm. So I've been knee deep in YouTubes of them too, catching up on clips getting to know them understanding and that's really that's my uh, the hill right uh the hill tv it's on facebook i don't understand it doesn't run as a real show it only runs in clips it's very weird i don't like Mm -hmm. it but that's how it works so Mm -hmm. those are my recommendations was the hill tv if you're into politics um and babysitters club y'all can start it with me and i'm finishing the jeffrey epstein story i've been avoiding that one but i'll watch it now Like I said, it's not my favorite doc, but it's it's something Fair. that I guess is, is to watch. Right. You're more curious as to why this guy like Who slash killed himself, and got murdered in jail type of thing. Like I feel like that's what got me into him. I'm sorry, did I not? No, 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 no. I'm like, <laughs> no, I get it. <laughs> like you don't okay. know, like he killed himself, but it sounds so sketchy. It's like, did he really kill himself? It's like a weird. Oh my! I have friends who put up some insane memes at that time where he killed himself, and the memes are funny. I don't know. We don't know if the government silenced him or I don't know. He's a CIA agent. There's all kinds of shit. Anyway. A lot of stuff. Go ahead. What are your recommendations? Now, 
recommend I don't really think I have a lot of recommendations, but if I do, okay, I'll have an outdoorsy recommendation. Guys, get yourself to a body of water within the next two weeks, please. Get yourself into a body of water, get into a pool, get into a beach, get some sunlight, swim a little, float in the water, hear the ocean. Guys, do it. If you haven't done it, make an effort. Do it, do it, do it, do it, do it. It's the best feeling in the world. It has been such a pleasure to be able to go to the pool sometimes, to go to the beach a few times, get in the water. That's my recommendation. Connect with the water. Get some ocean water. Get some pool water in your, on your body. Get some sunlight. Now, as far as watching something at home, um, for those of you who have a Prime, Amazon Prime account, there's a show called Hannah. That shit is fire. That shit is fire. It's... um. Uh, the subject matter is about this little girl that um, was trained, I guess, to be some type of a killing machine. Um, and uh, she was taken away from the government so that she can live a regular life. And then she has to run for her life because they're trying to get her again. So it's actually really good. It's done in a really tasteful fashion. It doesn't seem super unrealistic. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like sometimes when shit be like so outrageous, like this is too fake. But they right. they did it in a way that it's like it's good and it's a good balance between action and drama. So mm -hmm. Hannah on Amazon Prime, I think, is a pretty good show, and it's a good show even for ladies if you're looking for a show to watch with your man, which sometimes is hard because you have two <laughs> different interests. And you don't like want you bloody and gory, way too much fire and action and popping off and. Where's the romance it's just in like this? Sometimes they be wanting to watch shit about cars and like technical Ooh. shit. You're like, this is boring. You know what I'm saying? And then it's like, I want to watch shit about bitches being in love. And he'd be <laughs> like, this is corny. So sometimes you need like a, a gender neutral show. You know what I'm saying? And Hannah's that one. <laughs> it's a good gender neutral show. So yeah, there you go. That's a great recommendation. I, you forget that Amazon Prime has like a lot of shit and you pay for it already with your membership. So. Might you might as well, as well be there. Mm -hmm. Thank you for that. I myself will be, um, pray for me, and may God everything protect me. I will be traveling this weekend. Where are you going? I'm going to Virginia Beach. Oh, that's not that bad. So you're gonna say like Thailand or something, like, girl? <laughs> ain't no borders open. <laughs> they the moment <laughs> the borders are, that's the irony in everything. People have closed the borders to us. I just want you to share, like, understand this. We have been told we can't go anywhere. We have this, the supposedly the strongest passport, and we can't go nowhere. They said, no, 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 thank you. It's a pandemic. I don't, it's a pandemic. I know. Like, I don't, I don't think you understand what's going on. Like, this shit happens every hundred years, and we are living in it, and everybody's surprised now <laughs> that we can't go on vacation. Nigga, no. Like, you cannot go nowhere. Like, this is still a real thing, and no. Oh, I'm going to Virginia Beach. But Virginia Beach, to me, in, in, in the United States, in my opinion, I feel like it's different. Like, we, for the most part, kind of have the same medical system throughout the whole country. Right. Not the same, versus going to another country that has a completely different way of doing things. You know right. what I'm saying? At no, least here we kind of know that how things work is not the same. I feel like you're going to be just fine. Thank you. So mm -hmm. I'll be flying on a plane. I know a lot of people that have flown. I know there's people pushing it out there. Yeah. Oh, that's your sixth flight in about three weeks. Calm it down. Gotta wear your mask. Gotta Bring wear it. Um, anyways, 
that is our episode this week, guys. We covered a lot. We covered a lot yeah. of ground for you. We kept it a hundred <laughs> with everything. So thank you for joining us once again. If you like to follow us on our Instagram, it is Fresh Mondays Podcast. If you'd like to email us, it is Fresh Mondays Podcast at gmail.com. If you want to find me, you can find me on Instagram at Love Marley, L U V M A R L E Y underscore. And if you're looking for Diana, you can find her at I am Diana C underscore. That's I am Diana C underscore. And guys, honestly, we can also be hit up on Facebook. So if you hit up our fan page on Fresh Mondays Podcast, that's a great way for you guys to also communicate with us. Um, we, we do share our posts there too and there's questions and stuff just like we asked our weekly question we're going to keep bringing that back so that we can get you guys interacting with the podcast and we're going to make sure to share the responses on a weekly basis we're going to stay on top of it and uh, if you guys are interested in you know in having being a part of a discussion or, or recommending giving us a recommendation to recommend we'll be more than happy to look into that as well Remember, Fresh Mondays Podcast is the way you can find us on Instagram, on Facebook, and all social media platforms. Hit us up on Gmail if you want to reach out to collaborate. And once again, guys, subscribe, share, repost, tell a friend to tell a friend to let them know to listen in. Have a great Monday.